panel of experts was asked to complete some sentences about their moms. What made them experts was the one thing that they all had in common. They were all kindergartners. Here are the sentences and the answers that they provided. First one goes, my mom is best at feeding the dog, making my bed, driving, cleaning, running, riding a two-wheeler, watering the garden. If I had enough money, I'd buy her flowers, a car, a necklace, a brand new fan, a kitten, a diamond ring, a big pack of bubblegum. It makes me feel good inside when my mom says, I love you. Good job. Dinner time. You look handsome. I'll buy you something. My mom is as pretty as a butterfly, a ballerina, a mouse, a princess, my brothers, a goose, a gold ring, a clean horse. Now these things will probably make us laugh, but they give us a glimpse of what is life is like through a child's eyes. As we get older, we realize there's much more that makes our mothers special. Today we'll be looking at specifically three things that our mothers pass down to all of us. Three things that our mothers pass down to all of us. Number one, life. Number two, comfort. And number three, faith. See, the first one we're going to look at, number one, is found in Proverbs 23, verse 25. It specifically says this. It says, Let your father and your mother be glad, and let her who bore you rejoice. This one should be a no-brainer, yet we still neglect to remember. We all have one thing in common that we should thank our mothers for, and that's the gift of life. It's truly a devastating situation in our country where honor is no longer shown to mothers raising their children. Our society has minimized the calling of motherhood and shown very little appreciation for the gift of life. Our mothers deserve a big thank you from us for giving us the opportunity to be here on this earth by being that instrument that God used in giving us life. Even if our mothers have not been or were not everything that we wanted them to be, the fact that we're even here at all should cause us to be grateful. Children should always show honor to their mother, as Scripture clearly spells that out for us. In showing honor, it does not mean that you agree with everything, but rather you show a deep respect or appreciation for the mother God has given and placed in your life. And this is in no way dependent on the parenting approach that they had. You and I are to honor our mothers even if we have not had the best of relations with them. Now, if you're a mother, your child's well-being will always be on your mind as you've carried them throughout pregnancy and however many years you've had them in your home. As children age and grow, remember, they're not your sole reason for living, God is. 
Your children will make some great decisions and some terrible ones. But please understand that your personal well-being, whether spiritually, emotionally, or physically, should not be determined by children's choices as they grow older into adults. This gift of life is something we all take for granted, and we rarely thank our mothers for while they are still here with us. We're all created in God's image and God's incredible design. He gave us mothers who bore us through pregnancy and gave birth to us. Now, young mothers raising children during this time, you may feel like you aren't doing enough other things, whatever those may be. Maybe this quote will be an encouragement to you by C.S. Lewis. He says, children are not a distraction from more important work. They are the most important work. Mothers are not only instrumental in giving us life, they are also instrumental in providing comfort. The second point we're going to look at is Isaiah 66, verse 13. It says this, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. God here in this text promises to comfort his nation of Israel after they're restored and have walked away from his commandments. God's comfort actually comes in the very same way that a mother comforts her child when they've gotten hurt. As Emily Dickinson once said, a mother is one to whom you hurry when you are troubled. The comfort our mothers provide is unlike any other comfort in the world. When we were all little children, we'd fall as we were playing in the yard to have our mothers kiss it to make it better. They would gently tell us it would be okay. We would disobey and face consequences as we got older, only to be comforted by our mothers that it would be all right. Our mothers would many times take the pain that we felt and ignore their own so we would be comforted. If you're a mother with children that you are still raising, please understand your comfort and empathy for your child cannot be measured. The putting aside of your own inner struggles to understand what your child is going through, comforting them unlike any other person they'll ever meet. It's right to provide comfort. This is exactly how you were designed by God. Mothers, God gave you those children because you've been given a unique gift of comfort that you can provide them in ways others simply can't. When your children are sad because things haven't been going well for them, your comfort soothes the hurt. When they're disappointed, you remind them that they are loved, and you prove that that comfort that they need, you can provide. When they're afraid of what's going on around them, you comfort them by telling them they're not alone. When your child makes a bad decision, it's absolutely right that they face the consequences for that bad decision. But as they're working through that discipline, Show them the comfort that God shows us when we've fallen into sin and gotten back up. Every choice we make has consequences, but with every consequence can also come a moment of comfort. God specifically has given you mothers this incredible gift. As John MacArthur clearly points out, he says this, To be a mother is by no means second class. Men may have the authority in the home, but the women had the influence. The mother, more than the father, is the one who molds and shapes those little lives from day one. Now mothers, giving your children life and comfort is definitely very important. But nothing could be more important than passing down your faith. Third point we're going to look at is faith. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. It says this, I thank God 
whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. The Apostle Paul is training up Timothy as a young man for ministry, and he connects his genuine faith to that which was passed down from his grandmother and his mother. There's something special that stood out to Paul. Timothy had a genuine faith. It seems that this situation, the, the father was not actually the main influence, but his mother was. And she did a, a tremendous job in passing down that faith to him. Mothers, your love for your children should always have discipleship in mind. Passing down your faith should be of utmost importance. More important than the nice things you can buy your children, the career choices you can help them with, or anything else that you can provide for them. Passing down your faith should always be done in love. As one mother put it, If I live in a house of spotless beauty with everything in its place, but have not love, I am a housekeeper, not a homemaker. If I have time for waxing, polishing, and decorative achievements, but have not love, my children learn cleanliness, not godliness. Love leaves the dust in search of a child's laugh. Love smiles at the tiny fingerprints on a newly cleaned window. Love wipes away the tears before it wipes up the spilled milk. Love picks up the child before it picks up the toys. Love is present through the trials. Love reprimands, reproves, and is responsive. Love crawls with the baby walks with the toddler, runs with the child, then stands aside to let the youth walk into adulthood. Love is the key that opens salvation's message to a child's heart. Before I became a mother, I took glory in my house of perfection. Now I glory in God's perfection of my child. Mothers, the faith that you pass down to your children is demonstrated in the way that you love them. When your children see that you value God and His Word, they see that your faith is what motivates you, as it did for Timothy's mother. Making much of God is very much the key in passing down your faith. You see, mothers, when struggles come up in your family, instead of complaining to others, show your children that God's got it under control, even if we don't even know what to do. You don't always need to have the answer to everything, but share with them that God does, and He'll always take care of His children as you yourself are one. All these things that you pass down to your children, the life, the comfort, and even the faith are all things you yourself found in Christ. Share that with them. A legacy of faith is the most powerful legacy that you can pass down. Young mothers, it's okay to cry out to God as you struggle with the day's trouble. It's okay to have your children see this at times. This will be a reminder to them as they get older when they face their own darkest days, that my mother prayed and God was there for her. Mothers have given up many things in this life. They've given up so many things and they think, was this really something that mattered? Well, mothers, I really want to encourage you. It does matter. It matters more than you know. It matters because the sacrifices you've made showed your children what Christ-like love is. You gave up what you could for them to have a life of comfort and find faith in Christ, provided that you actually know Him.
As Charles Spurgeon stated in his autobiography, he says this, he says, Young mother, do not, as you love your babe, suffer it to grow up without divine instruction. But you cannot teach your child if you do not know the Lord Jesus yourself. May the good Lord lead you to give your heart to Christ at once and then help you to train your dear little ones for heaven. Mothers, don't give up hope if you're not seeing your children children following Christ as they should. Continue to cry out to God for them. In fact, if you're a young parent, you can start again today. As Neil Anderson points out, if a child is not listening, don't despair. Time and truth are on your side. At the right moment, your words will return as if from heaven itself. Your testimony will never leave your children. You may be an older mother who wishes there were things you could have done differently. You have a hard time with mistakes you made as your children were growing up. Can I just encourage you to remember that there is grace? Grace has never been taken away from you if your faith is in Christ. Continue praying for your children. Let them know that you are. God hears your prayers. He is listening. It might not seem to be much of an encouragement, but I'd like to hear, like you to hear something from D.L. Moody in regard to this. He says, The impression that a praying mother leaves upon her children is lifelong. Perhaps when you are dead and gone, your prayer will be answered. Mothers, you are God's gracious gift to your children. You are precious to Him. Mothers, don't give up when it gets hard. Know that you are raising children for the Lord. Your children may not see all your tears, but God does, and he cares for you. Even when you don't feel the support you need from your husband or others, he cares for you. Even when your children are not walking with him as they should, he cares for you. God will never abandon you if you are his child. Find comfort in the words of Scripture, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Tell your children the good news of the gospel and how God has saved you. Don't be afraid to share that with them, even if they're older. There's only one that was and is perfect, and that is Christ. In the end, Christ is the one that they need. They need him more than they need us in closing for all of us, but especially if you are a mother. I want to ask one question. What do you find most important to pass on? What do you find most important to pass on? There may be regret with the past, but there can be a renewed, refreshed word that you can speak to others starting today. Make it more about Christ. Make it more about Him.